Armchair Referees Podcast. I am your host, the man, the myth, the legend, the man that wished he had the 22-inch guns, fake Oculi. And I am the co-host, the bearded brother from another mother, the one, the only, Chip Bayless. How's it going today, Chip? Not too bad. How about yourself? Oh man, I'm living the dream. I'm here recording the podcast with my man, my brother, my not only my co-host, living the dream. Living the dream. So... We're going to dive right into our week two predictions. Some panned out, some not so much. Mainly mine. My Miami pick was so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I knew that was going to happen. That's why I couldn't do it. I couldn't believe it. Sure, and I, I saw the stat before the game that they were 1-5. You know, Brady, Miami's the crib tonight. But I just couldn't buy into it. I was like, this Miami team is, is, is just terrible like if Lamar Jackson destroyed them I I can only imagine what Brady did and that's exactly what Brady did whoa time out time out time out I'm throwing my challenge flag here real quick already yeah already uh, here here's the thing Lamar Jackson's not that bad like he has improved immensely so we can't really go say that you know if Lamar Jackson well, I'm not I'm not bashing Lamar off. Jackson yeah, at I mean, all I'm <laughs> just saying like if Lamar Jackson can destroy the Dolphins the way he did I mean Tom Brady. We all knew what we all knew what Brady was gonna do. <laughs> so my week two prediction of the Miami New England game went down in flames right after the first half. <laughs> that that one didn't exactly pan out. <laughs> yeah, not not by a long shot there, bud. But you know what did pan out? The Browns. They did it. The Browns annihilating the Jets. <laughs> You know, I wasn't I wasn't surprised by that at all. I mean, Sam Darnold being out with that illness or what is it? He, what he is, has mono. Mono, yeah. A.K.A. he's been kissing on the wrong biatch. <laughs> Did you see the, the female Jets fan that had the sign at the game Monday, Monday night that said, I gave Sam mono? <laughs> That's not a sign that you want to be putting up in front of millions of people. Well, it's, it's a female and it's a Jets fan, so, I mean, it's really... It no makes su- sense. It, yeah, no surprise. <laughs> Surprise, surprise, surprise. Not so much. So, um, I also epically failed on my Buccaneers-Panthers pick. Because, you know, the Bucks won 20-14. The Panthers are letting me down. Cam Newton's letting me down. And now he's out this Sunday against the Cardinals. Why are you failing me, Cam? Okay, can we just sit and talk about this one here, Cam? Why are you failing me? I put, like, I put my faith into you. I think we're starting to see the decline of his career. I think we're really starting to get to the end of... Well, I've been saying since he went to the Super Bowl, right? He hasn't been the after. same player. Yeah. year after, like, he should've, has not been the same player. Should have dove on that player. fumble. He should have. Fuck your career, man. You're in the Super Bowl. You're in it to win it. Plain and simple. And then, um, I will admit I was definitely off on my Chargers Lions. Yeah, that that game was that uh, that game that was pretty, didn't go too well for no, me. No, uh, that that game was pretty pretty competitive. It was very defensive. That's one way I didn't really see it going was near, near defensively. I. But uh, ten to thirteen, very defensive game. Um, we definitely called the Ravens game correctly. Yes, 
was it closer than I thought? Yeah. And the Bengals are who I thought they were. Sure, you can sit there and go to Seattle and play the Seahawks tough week one. But then you're at home against Jimmy G and the 49ers just absolutely annihilate the Bengals. I'll say it again, and I've been saying it all all year. (laughs) There's nothing on that Cincinnati team that excites me. Nothing. There's nothing that really gets me up out of my chair saying this is the guy that they're going to build around. Outside of uh, that safety that they have, I can't. I'm drawing a blank right now. Jesse Bates, the third. Outside of him, I really don't see a glimmer of hope on that team yet. I think they may be able to change that this year's draft, but we'll see. Um, so, I was also wrong about the Tennessee Indianapolis game. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of a bad look on the Titans too. I mean, now they've since last night they've lost two games straight. Yeah, I get it. You know, it was a short week for them. Understandable, but I also said At the home. brisket was in the oven, man. The bris- you know, are you convinced yet that the brisket is for real? Um, honestly, I gotta say I'm leaning towards a yes. I'm leaning. I've been telling you this. Jacoby Brissett is the real deal. <clears throat> the brisket's in the oven. Like, I won't be surprised if this man commit, competes for, you know, MVP. He ain't going to win it, but I, I won't be surprised if, like, you know, he competes for it. I mean, it is only – we're going into week three now, fake. Like, let's pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> the brisket's in the oven, man, okay? He's it's the, it's re- in the he's oven. The real I'll, deal. I'll admit, it's in the oven right now, but <laughs> – Right now it's just preheating. <laughs> it's on 350. You're getting ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jaguars, Texans. I called that one. You did. I did. I said the Texans were going to win it. Yet again, closer than I, I did. I did predict that it was going to be a close one. Closer than I thought. I thought I thought for sure Texans were going to you know just run rampant on them. But same... Same thing happened, like, last night during the Thursday night game against Tennessee. Their defense has played better the past two weeks than they did the week one against Kansas City. Mm -hmm. Far superior. And they did one thing, and that's the reason I think they beat Tennessee last night. They, They did one thing that the two other teams didn't do. And they got pressure, and they took advantage of those two starting linemen that Tennessee's been missing, and they're going to be missing for another week. You know, nine sacks in one game against Jacksonville. Clayus Campbell had three of them on his own. And then Josh Allen, Josh Allen, the rookie, got one of his own as well. So it's – I think the Jaguars' defense is improving at the right time. They're starting to get going, and that really pr- – really showed last night's game now was that a product of the Jaguars defense or was that just the advantage of the banged up Tennessee offensive line well so like Josh Allen he got his first sack against their normal starting right tackle so I think it's more of that the defense is starting to get going and they took advantage of it at the same time because they were lining Clayus Campbell up on on that right guard a lot oh yeah (laughs) a lot so um but still, they were getting a large amount of pressure. Mariota was moving around that pocket a lot. A lot yeah. So, 
didn't really have enough time to develop her. And they did the same thing against Houston. They were getting pressure on Deshaun Watson. So, uh, we'll dive into the other Jacksonville issue here in a bit. But uh, Packers Vikings Packers pulled off pretty good, pretty good win against the Vikings. Yes, they did. You know, it wasn't a primetime game, so we can't hit on Kirk Cousins on that one. But honestly, he didn't play that bad either. No, he didn't have a bad so, game either. You know, he's definitely showing that he truly is a game manager, but, you know, is what it is. Um, the Cowboys and Redskins. Redskins, I'm starting to think they aren't that bad of a team, man. Like, they're putting up They put up fights. fights, yeah. Like, they're, they're staying in the games. They may not have won a game yet, but they are staying in the games. They get they put up a hell of a fight against, the, against, against my Eagles. Eagles, yep. And they put up a pretty decent fight against the Cowboys. You know, only beating them by ten points. Ten points, exactly. You know, Especially like being at home, like at any point in time, they could have they could turn that around and won that game. Really surprised some people. So I think the Redskins are better than what most people are giving them. I agree. So <clears throat> we'll see how the rest of the year plays out. They may just be like that year that the Brown like Browns didn't win a lot of games, but they were in the games. You know, they weren't constantly getting blown out. They surely weren't the farthest. When they were losing games team. by, like, less than three points. Yeah. Yeah. Where, and, you know, a lot of those games could have gone a different way. So, uh, Seahawks-Steelers. That was a closer game than I thought it was going to be. And you did pick Seattle. I did pick Seattle. I picked the Steelers. Um, I thought for sure it was going to be a more offensive game for both sides. I agree. Yeah, I mean, offensive battle, Russell Wilson – and then, uh, unfortunately, Big Ben had his injury. That kind of took the sail, took the wind out of the sail for the Steelers there. Yeah. And now it's time to really show, is this going to be Rudolph's team? That's going to be the big question for the remainder of the time that Big Ben's out. How well is Mason Rudolph going to play? And is them trading away that first-round pick for Fitzpatrick going to affect him? If Big Ben decides to call it a career now and – Mason Rudolph isn't the answer. Which way do you go? Well, you got to go free agency. You got to. I mean, you, you can still build through the draft. Absolutely, you can yeah. still get your quarterback. You, you, then, probably, but... you can get a halfway decent quarterback in in the second round. It's been proven. Yeah, it's been done. Um, but who's going to be entering free agency that they're really going to want to take a chance on? Like maybe Eli. <laughs> Now that I can speak the Giants' name, the strike is finally over. The strike is finally over. The strike They're is finally starting over. Danny Dimes. They are finally going with Mr. Jones. It's about time. <laughs> All his off-season here in Pat Shermer being like, oh, there's no competition. There's no competition. Of course Quit lying. You don't draft a guy that high and you don't, say there's You no don't draft a quarterback in the first round in general unless there's going to be a quarterback competition. Exactly. Plain and simple. Um, kudos Giants fans, and they got they like they didn't play that bad. I think that I've been saying it for a while. The Bills are better the than Bills what most people are telling them. Yes, you know, are saying about them, and they're proving that they started the season two and out. Now, did they play the greatest matchups in the world? No. no, Giants aren't aren't that good, and the Jets aren't that good. Right now, they're two and zero against two New York teams that just are not that. Well, good. you figure they probably have CJ Mosley not get injured week one. I mean, the Jets, they, the Jets, probably had they not came back one. week one, the Jets could have went away with that win. But yeah, I mean, the Bills. I mean, everyone's not getting, really everyone's sleeping on the Bills. Honestly, they're getting carried by their defense, and 
anyone tells me different, I think you're insane. Josh Allen. Josh is, Allen is Josh Allen is playing playing well, well. Yeah, but the bulk of that success is coming from that defense. Defense. Yep. So. Our producer, Dev. <laughs> oh, boy. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Chiefs Raiders. The Raiders. 28-10. Low scoring affair. I thought for sure it was going to be a, an offensive duel. <clears throat> Defense has definitely played better, way better than I thought they were going to play. Um, Mahomes looked very good, if you ask me. First, like first quarter, kind of shaky. At least, at least the first two drives. Um, but other than that, he looked very good. Um, Raiders had our number, had the Chiefs' number that first drive. They were just nickel and diamond. Just th- car was throwing dots, and I'm like, oh boy, it's gonna be one of those games. It's gonna be one of those games against Oakland where he's just gonna tear apart our defense. I was waiting for it. like a. I was it. also gonna wait for like a 21 to like 17 kind of affair. I was waiting for like you know a forty four forty six affair <laughs> where we like we win it by a fucking field goal. <laughs> it did. It didn't turn out that way. It was. It was still a pretty good game. Um, Travis Kelsey actually got going finally. He you know last week he kind of got going, but that um, week two he really kicked it up a notch. So starting out the season two and zero. Um, Raiders are still in it. You know they're one and one. We'll see. We'll see how that one goes. Um, did not see the Rams. Saints I game did. Going that way. Okay, not well, not the scoring wise, but like I definitely saw. I, I like the Rams in that game. You like the Rams in that game? I think it's a completely different game if Drew Brees does. Drew get Brees, hurt. <clears throat> exactly. I think I still believe the Saints win that if Drew Brees doesn't get hurt. So I think they'll be just fine. Riding on Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater, but I think it's a which I was going to be my next question. If you had to be the Steelers or Saints right now, who would you rather be? Uh, The fucking Saints. (laughs) You got you have a proven winner as your backup because when let's let's not forget this: when he was in Minnesota, he was winning games. You know, he was taking them to playoffs while he was in Minnesota. So I think the Saints are going to be just fine. I don't think they're going to be as good because you know no one can really compare to Drew Brees. But I think they're still they they still have a damn good chance to make playoffs. Next to the Jay Cutler game, <laughs> Bears Broncos. <laughs> I said it. Bears were going to win it. They were going to bounce back. I thought they were going to have a much better offensive game than that than what they did. And good news, Bears fans, you have a kicker. Yes, you finally have a kicker. <laughs> no more <laughs> double he, doinks. <laughs> he and he looked good too. <laughs> Bears special team for the first time in like what two years has actually looked pretty decent. So I can't remember that. Like honestly, I got to go back to like Robbie Gold. <laughs> <laughs> so we we are going to get into a sadder note for for my boy here. What happened? What happened against uh, against Atlanta there? As much as I would like to say injuries, but considering the fact it's a next man up league. Atlanta was just the better team. Eagles also just didn't help the Aguilar dropped a wide open pass. I didn't quite catch up. Aguilar? <laughs> Nelson Aguilar? <laughs> you didn't get the Nelson. pun. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I just I just got it now. <laughs> Bro, how are you going to blame the lights? You're and you knew you were going to be playing in a dome. <laughs> Nelson, Nelly. It isn't like the first me. time he's played in a dome either. No. <laughs> like like straight up brick hand. I can't bat. believe he went lights though. <laughs> I blame it on the lights. What? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't also help the fact that like half the Eagles were in the medical tent playing kumbaya and at least Carson Wentz, his injury wasn't that bad. Uh, they're saying he's supposed to be back for next week, so that's the bright side. Yeah, he's definitely playing Sunday. Uh, Deshaun Jackson just got rolled out, so he'll be out Sunday. Alshon is still um He's questionable, questionable. but I think he's going to be doubtful. Yeah. I, I don't foresee Alshon coming back next week, maybe a week after that, but we'll see. I just got to say one thing about Carson Wentz, though. I still have yet to see the man lead a – Fourth quarter winning drive. We still haven't. He's, we, have, we still I, yet I to think see the man from you. I think he's built for it. Don't get me wrong. I think he can get it done. It's just at that time, it was just, I don't know. I just think Atlanta was the better team Sunday night, plain and simple. As I said, we still haven't seen the man from year one. No. The one that was in the contention for the MVP race. So. We're gonna dive into uh, week three predictions, and we're gonna we're gonna throw a little bit of spin here because most of the time we're recording on Friday nights. We're gonna also predict next Thursday's game as well. Um, so, Dolphins Cowboys. Cowboys big. Yeah, Cowboys big. That's a lot. <laughs> I'm I'm done going with Miami. You failed me. <laughs> you failed me for. <laughs> I still can't believe you bought into him last you, week. You failed me for. I understand the stat. I them, finally the picked Patriots you. being one and five, but <laughs> I finally that Dolphin squad, for, man, I couldn't do it. I finally pick you, Flores, and you fail me. <laughs> <laughs> Next matchup we have is the Bengals at the Bills. I'm going to take the Bills. 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 Not, not big. Not big. But I'm going to take the Bills. All right. Um, I think it's going to be like almost just like Giants game. So like a twenty-eight ten, yeah, something okay. something kind of like that. Next game is on the docket is uh, Lions Eagles. Is this going to be the bounce back game for you guys? I think this is going to be a bounce back game. Eagles are home, um, so I I think it's going to be a bounce back defense. Definitely got to play a lot better than what they have been the last couple weeks. Um, I just Lions. I don't really see a threat in the Lions. I mean. I like the Eagles at home. Yeah, I like the Eagles at home. It's hard to win at the link. It's always been hard to win at the link, especially early in the season and towards the tail end. When it starts getting colder up there in Philadelphia, Oh yeah, it's hard to win. So, Jets-Patriots. Patriots. Patriots. There's, there's, we, we aren't going to dive into this no. one too much. It's just like the Miami game. <laughs> Falcons-Colts. I think the Falcons are going to be sitting too high after their win over Philly. The I'm briskets calling, I'm, call, I'm calling it the brisket. The brisket's going This is big. the come-out game for the brisket. The brisket has been set at 350 the past two weeks. He's been preheating, and he's going to go off. Because I really it. don't think the Falcons' defense is as, as good as they played against Philadelphia. I don't think that defense is as, as good as they, as they played. Colts yeah, I think Atlanta's walking one. into this game with high high expectations. I, I just 
I see the Colts pulling off the upset. Mm-hmm. Raiders Vikings. Vikings at home, and it's not a prime time game. I don't care if it's not a prime time game. I'm going to take Chucky on this one. I'm going to take the. I'm going to take Oakland, and the reason saying that they showed a pretty decent pass rush. They showed a pretty decent pass rush against against Kansas City. So I think they're going to get up after Kirk Cousins Cousins this week, and he's going to fold up like a fucking lawn chair. So are we doing like a reverse psychology for our producer, Dev? Because I'm pretty sure when we pick against the Raiders, they... Well, I picked against the Raiders last week, and look what happened. So we're, <laughs> bo- we're both going Raiders here? Well, I'm picking the Raiders because I honestly think they're going to win. I think that run game is going to take over against against Minnesota. Good, strong pass rush, run game. That's what's going to win it for them. And it hurts me to say that as a Chiefs fan, just so everyone knows. I don't know. I don't really like the Vikings, man. You know how I feel about the Vikings. Oh, I know how you I, feel I, about I'm not Vikings. much of a Kirk Cousins fan either. Never liked Kirk Cousins, even when he was with the Redskins. Never well, liked him. because he's fucking overpaid. And all, all guaranteed money. I like the Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders. All right. Because I can't stand the Vikings. I hate the Vikings. I think this should be the Monday night game right here. Baltimore. Kansas At least City. a prime time. It, it should be the Any prime, prime time. time game. Uh, but Baltimore, Kansas City, I'm going to take my boys. We're at home. It's in Arrowhead. It's hard to win in Arrowhead. I think it's just going to be like last year where Lamar Jackson gave us a fight in Arrowhead. But we're going to ultimately come out, come out on top. I agree. Chiefs at home, definitely the place is going to be rocking. Defense is definitely going to be – Something to look forward to against the Lamar. pass rush is back. The pass man. rush, <laughs> the pass rush is back. <laughs> so that's. I think this is going to be the game too. I think they're going to bring Lamar Jackson back down to earth. I'm hoping so. I th- like, I mean, a- I mean, Arizona kind of did it last week, but he's still balled out. Yeah, but I think this is the real true test mm-hmm. in an atmosphere like Arrowhead. I think this is the real test for Lamar Jackson. I don't think he's going to be able to pass this one. No. No, definitely. Um, Broncos Packers in Lambeau. In Lambeau. Let's just start there. It's in Lambeau. It's not a mile high. Um, Packers defense is way too good. They've improved immensely. Big time. And as I said, I think Aaron Rodgers is buying in. To Matt LaFleur. Yeah, 100%. They're gelling. They're on the same page. Packers, Packers big. I'm going to take Packers big. 40 burger. You're putting a 40 burger. 40 burger on the Broncos. I was going to put a 30 burger, but okay. 40 burger on the Broncos. A.A. Ron Rogers is going to just bust out. <laughs> All right, next game we got is the Panthers at the Cardinals. Oh, this freaking cellar dweller. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> sleep fest. It's going to be a freaking <clears throat> snooze fest. I think Cardinals are going to win. But it's going to be a freaking snooze fest. It's just going to be one of those 4 o'clock games where it's just like... It's going to, it's going to be the whatever game. Everyone's going to be watching the Giants-Buccaneers because that might be even better. <laughs> <laughs> and those are two shit teams too. So, But at the same time, I think everyone's going to be tuning into the Giants game because they're going to want to see what Daniel Jones can do. 
old Danny Dimes. And yes, you heard that correctly, Giants fans. The strike is over. I can say your name. It's not like <laughs> you the, finally smartened it's up. Not like the team from Washington. <laughs> you finally smartened up and benched that old man Manning. Okay, the man should be in a wheelchair. <laughs> man should have been gone five years ago. He should have been gone five years ago. But I am going to take Giants in this one. I think they're going to get their first win of the season against the Buccaneers. I feel you. I'm not really – Jameis just ain't cutting it for me. I can't do it, Jameis. He is done. Done. So, I'm going to go Danny Dimes. He's going to go finger pop a, another Uber driver and call it a day. So Eat some crab legs. <laughs> While finger popping the Uber finger driver. Popping. <laughs> <laughs> Saints Seahawks. Teddy Bridgewater on the road. I'm taking the Seahawks. Got to. Taking the Seacocks. Twelves. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing in 12th man. It's hard hard to win at CenturyLink. It's really, honestly, the first game Teddy Bridgewater started in, like, how many years? <clears throat> I think it will be a close game, but... I just don't see them winning against Seattle. Seattle's 2-0, and they're 2-0 for a reason. Yep. So. Next matchup we have is the Texans at the Chargers. I don't know, man. After last Sunday's loss against the Lions, man. I really I don't, don't. I don't. Chargers are so Jekyll and Hyde. They do this every year. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to pick them. One week they look so good. Next week they lose a team like the Lions, and it's like, I can't buy into this team. Yeah, I, I haven't really been able to figure out a way to really, really peg San Diego this year. Um, I think San Diego's kind of like that team that's going to split a series with Kansas City. That's that's the kind of team I, I'm kind of looking at them right now. Um. I see them winning against Houston. But at the same time, I can see Houston winning. Winning it, yeah. So That's exactly where I'm at. I, I'm going to take the safer bet, and I'm going to take Houston. <laughs> okay. Uh, ultimately, I, I I just think Houston's defense is going to take care of her. So. But we'll see. We'll, we'll definitely I agree. See. I'm in the same boat with you. I, I mean, I like the Chargers in this matchup, but at the same time, I wouldn't honestly be surprised if Houston found a way to get it done um but I think I'm gonna have to I think I'm gonna have to go with Texans Pittsburgh San Francisco hmm. I'm sorry coach I'm taking San Francisco on this one yeah I gotta go San Fran as well <laughs> I I'm just not buying into Mason Rudolph I'm not buying into Mason Rudolph I have to see more for me to start buying into him, and I'm not buying into him. So, um, I'm taking San Francisco in this one. I agree. <laughs> Rams Browns Sunday night football. I can't even remember the last time the Browns even had a primetime game and Cleveland last year when they picked up their first win. Was that the Baker game? Yeah. That was primetime, bro. That was oh, yeah, Sunday Thurs- night. No, that was Thursday night, I think. Wasn't it Thursday? Yeah, it was Thursday, Thursday night. night. Okay, yeah, Because yeah, okay, yeah. Color Rush. Okay. Color Rush, yeah. By far the worst idea the NFL ever did. By far. Give us throwback night. 
Give us throwback night. Throwback That's Thursdays. That's what I want to see. Like, screw Roger. these color rushes on Thursday nights. Give us throwback unis. That would be so much more entertaining, and I would actually tune in just to figure out which unis are being worn. Like, give me throwback unis. Give me, you know, Denver's orange and blue, like, light blue. Give me Philly's Kelly Green. Yes. Um, the Jets with the actual jet on the helmet. Give me that, and I'll actually tune in every Thursday. That Give me a reason to tune in every Thursday. Get it done, Roger. Come on, Grinnell. Quit worrying about AB. Hook us up with thir- Throwback Thursdays. Heck, it even just rolls off the tongue, Throwback Thursdays. Exactly. That'd be perfect. All right, now we get to our Monday night game, Chicago well, we didn't, Bears. We didn't pick the winner. <laughs> oh, that's right, we didn't. My, my bad. I'm taking the Browns. I'm taking Baker Mania. Against the Rams D? Against the Rams D. They're at home. It's prime time. See, the last Baker time. Baker shines in prime time. Last time I took the Rams, or last time I picked against the Rams, was week one against Carolina because I figured the West Coast team coming over to the East Coast. Baker doesn't lose at home this time. It's prime time. It's Baker mania. I think he's even grown back the handlebar. So it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. Well, there's a certain mustache we're going to be talking about later on in this show that I think is a lot better than what Baker. I agree, but as of right now, we aren't talking about throwing over mountains. We're talking about Baker Mania. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I got to go Rams. You're insane, but okay. <laughs> now. Now we get to the Monday night game. Bears-Redskins. I'm telling you, this is going to be a close game. This is. Bears are going to win it. The Redskins have been putting up fights. Bears are going to win it. feisty team these last two weeks. But I think the Redskins only lose by 10 again. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They're going to put up a fight, but they're still going to lose by 10. It's still a fight. It's still a close game because no matter what way you look at it, 10 points, there's still a change in one play that can change the game completely. Change that energy to get those 10, you know, score a touchdown, so you you're only down Gruden's by three. positivity is going to help the locker room? Oh, I don't think he's that positive, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's anything but did do with Gruden. At least you tried, guys. <laughs> At least you tried, guys. I know we got our asses kicked, but we tried. No. Lost by 10. That's okay. <laughs> I'm surprised that guy still has a fucking job, but anyhow. <laughs> There's quite a few coaches out there right now that I'm still sitting there thinking, how are you still an NFL head coach right now? <laughs> Doug Marone's one of them. <laughs> bring, back, bring back Jeff Fisher. <laughs> Just bring back Jeff Fisher. Okay? Bring him back. I, I miss the stash, man. <laughs> Bring them back to the AFC South. <laughs> but I agree, though. I like the Bears in this one. I think the Bears are going to. Defense is too good. De- yeah, exactly. <laughs> that Bears defense is insane. Um, I think they're going to go and go into Washington. Make whatever quarterback they're putting yeah, out Yeah, I was going to say, which, who's even starting? Is it going to be Case Keenum? Is it going to be. I think Keenum's keeping the job. For if now. If you ask me. I think Keenum's keeping the job. He's played well. He's He's played well. Why Why wouldn't he keep his job? Well, until he starts having that game where he's going to start throwing, like, three picks. and. Well, at that point in time, they might just trade him for Fitzmagic. But, you know, we'll we'll go on from there. <laughs> Maybe Fitzmagic can come sprinkle his beard of wisdom up onto Washington there. <laughs> well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I mean, it is almost the end of September, so time's yeah. on Fitzmagic right now. Cause yeah, you never know. 
Didn't he? Didn't they name Rosen the starter this week? They did. They did. Well, someone go wake Billy Joel up because wake me up when Fitz Timber ends. <laughs> it's, it's ended. <laughs> it's ended. Uh, so then we're going to dive into next week's Thursday night game, your Eagles and the Packers. Packers. I'm going to have to go a- with the Packers. A-Rod's just too good. It's in Lambeau again. It's in Lambeau. A-Rod's just too good. I see him just carving up the Eagles defense. Carving up the Eagles defense, and as I said, I Green Bay's defense is back, and they're back with a vengeance. I will gladly accept my L for next week already. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sure, I'll have fun beating up the Lions this Sunday, but next Thursday night, it's like it's a, a real sh- competition. A, sh- a short week, you got a rod at home. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take my L. Best of luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, unfortunately, we're gonna have to dive into this next topic here. I really did not want to talk about this this week, but unfortunately, the news broke today. The AB saga continues. We are on chapter four. The release. The release. Is he done? He's done. Is, is he finally done? The Patriots' kiss of death. You get that. That it's 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 a wrap. Like, so. Just so everyone knows. Just 11 days, haven't. though? 11 days on the roster, one game? And he's just going to... And he didn't even play that well. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think he had, like, five catches. For five like, catches and, like, a, and a tutty. Yeah, and, and like, I think he only had, like, 48 yards. Like, he didn't even play like that well. The touchdown he had was, like, what, maybe, like, a 10-yard touchdown? I think it was, like, a five-yard touchdown. Something, something like, like that. that, yeah. Like, it wasn't that far. It like wasn't that exciting. Like, so, it... But just so everyone knows, just in case you haven't seen the reason on why the release, okay? They know. Antonio Brown sent a threatening, me- threatening text message to the said accuser of this newest sexual harassment or assault claim that was put out on him. Per the NFL policy, you cannot do that because now he's starting. Now he's in the range of being charged also with. Um, Intimidating and threat, threatening a witness. That's a felony. Big we'll time. just start right there. That's a felony. So, I think we're a day away. Saturday, he will be put on the commissioner's exempt list. And you might as well kiss your football career Done. goodbye. Done. And if this does come to find out to be true, because she's not even in this for the money. She's in this for just pure, rep, you know, Justice, yeah, yeah. It's just for pure justice. He's not going to be able to get pay this one away, like he did with the other one. I completely agree. Like when all this first broke out, I'm sitting there like, I'm like, okay, maybe she just saw that you know he's been the hot commodity of the offseason and the big signing he had with New England, where he and then all of it's I'm, guaranteed. I'm thinking, oh, maybe she's just doing this for the money. But then more of the things came out. The email that was sent out um and now like the text messages it, now i'm just sitting there thinking i'm like okay maybe this it's got this is this is all for real and he's got to be done without without he's a doubt done. he's done he's he's 31 it's gonna be 32 next year and with everything surrounding him no new england was his last chance there was only one team in this league that i could see potentially signing him and that's jerry jones and Dallas. That's the only team I could see potentially signing him after all this is said and done if he doesn't do any jail time. 
because I can picture right now Jerry Jones is just sitting in his office at Cowboy Stadium just going, we're going to sign him. We're going to give him number 88, and we're going to call it a day. He's going to lead us to the Super Bowl. And we're gonna, gonna we're gonna party like it's 1996. Hey guys, I want to call in some sources view here. Uh, Antonio Brown's touchdown for the Patriots was from 20 yards. 20 yards. 20. Yards. Okay. So like that's like half. How many yards? That was did at least half of what game? I said. Yeah. I said 10. Okay. But still, <laughs> how how many yards did they have for the game? Uh, the entire game. I'll have to look at that. I'll look that up. Yeah, keep going. Either way, even if it was 50 or 60 something, still not that great. <laughs> Compared to, like, A-B numbers that he's been putting up throughout the years where he's averaging a little over 100 and a hell of a lot more than just five catches. Antonio Brown had four catches for 56 yards and one touchdown. He led the team. Four catches, 56 yards. Led and the team. one touchdown. Led the team. But still, you still got Edelman and yeah, Gordon. and At the same time, as, as I said, that's, that's low for what – AB's used to. Exactly. Targeted eight times, only caught four of them. I just hate talking about him anymore. Uh, it, we're yeah, we're it, done. It's, we're... Unless this man goes to prison, I'm done talking about AB for the rest of the season. <laughs> That's my new strike. The Giants. Got me done early. <laughs> this is producer Dev, and I hate AB. So, producer Dev hates him. I just, I'm just done talking about him. We're moving on. I completely agree because honestly, I was completely done. I had zero <laughs> intention today of talking about Antonio Brown. I thought after what was it, two episodes ago, that we were done after the, he signed with the Patriots. This was it. I was like, okay, maybe it's time to move on. We can finally get over the whole saga. Nope. 4.30 Eastern Standard Time, Adam Schefter reports that he got cut. I was like, here we go again. So, last thing we're going to talk about, A.B. here. We're just going to go through the short little timeline here. July, placed on non-football injury list, frostbite on feet from cry- cryotherapy. August, missed Raiders training camp, practices due to helmet grievance. September 4th, posted fines for missing practice, had... Confrontation with GM Mike Mayock, a.k.a. called him a cracker. Cracker. <laughs> September 7th, released from the Raiders after IG po- Instagram post asking for his release. Phone tap. September 9th, signs with Patriots. September 10th, former trainer accuses Brown of sexual assault. September 16th, Sports Illustrated article r- reports second indecent involvement involving sexual misconduct. September 20th, Brown's report. Brown reportedly sends threatening text message to second accuser. September 20th as well, released by Patriots. He's done. He's done. So anybody that has a Tony Brown jersey, if you bought it this year for Oakland or New England, you dumb. I'm sorry. You ain't getting your money back because there's no way the NFL is refunding that shit. Dumb as hell. We are done talking about it. We are moving on to trouble in Florida. A little segment I, I like to call right now. Jalen Ramsey wants out of Jacksonville. Fitzpatrick asked for the trade and got it. He went to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. We already talked about the Fitzpatrick earlier when we were talking about Pittsburgh, so we're just going to dive right into this Jalen Ramsey thing. The reports that I've, I've read, it's not that the, 
how Jacksonville has been playing. He's not. That's not the reason he wants out. The reason is apparently him and Doug Marone got into a confrontation on the sideline. Some things that were said that should have never have been said. After that game, he called his agent and said, I want out of Jacksonville. Now, Khan, their owner. Middle Eastern Mario. Yeah. Came <laughs> came out and said that he's willing to pay and make him the richest cornerback of all time. My only thing is I don't think it's about money. I don't think money's going to keep Jalen for the Ramsey first time ever in the NFL. I don't think money's going to keep Jalen Ramsey in Jacksonville. I think whatever was said was way far off it's character. Personal. And it was personal and just hit him somewhere. It hit know, home. Hit, yeah, hit, hit home, and he's done. Um, there's speculation that, that he's either going to be traded by the end of today or Saturday or possibly on Sunday. But by Monday, he's supposed to be in a different uniform. So because team, teams were already contacting Jacksonville. Where in the will league he office. land? Teams were already caught contacting Jacksonville and the league office asking if he can still play two games in one week. Now, he can't play See, two games in one week. you can't play two games in one yeah. week. So I was going to say, that's totally against player uh, the player association. By by the ruling, he can't play two games in one week because they were asking if he plays on Thursday, can he still play on Sunday for and they, and a different team? So the answer was no. no. So I don't foresee him getting traded until Sunday night. Because here are the teams. There's six teams that have that are reportedly shown interest: Baltimore, Kansas City, Philadelphia. San Francisco, Seattle, and Minnesota. I don't see him going to Minnesota. I don't think they have anything that's going to interest Jacksonville. Seattle, same way. I don't see him going to Seattle. I don't think they have anything that's really going to... That, and I don't think Pete Carroll's really that willing to give up a first-round pick. To give up a first-round pick, Exactly. Pete Carroll's not dumb. He knows that first-round pick is way too valuable. I don't think he's ever traded a first-round pick while he's been in Seattle. And I don't think he's going to start now. San Francisco, I could see him going to San Francisco because Jacksonville has openly come out and said the only way we're going to trade Jalen Ramsey is if you there at least has to be a first-round pick involved. This year's first-round pick. Not next year's, this, this year's, year's. first-round pick. So, San Francisco... John Lynch is trying to save his job right now. He knows that he has to start winning, and he knows that he has to start improving. Otherwise, him and his head coach are gone. So, I could see him going out on the limb, trading his first round pick to bring in a superior lockdown corner. Opposite side of an Even possibly play safety. Yeah. Or even possibly play safety. Because remember, in college, he played corner, safety, and linebacker. He played everywhere. Yeah. So, I could see John Lynch going out and making that trade. Baltimore, I don't see Newsom trading his first-round pick. No, no. Ozzie Newsom, no way. There's no way Ozzie Newsom trades his first-round pick. Not when he knows that there's there's still holes to fix not only on the offense, but he also still has to replace some holes on defense. So, I don't foresee... Him trading his first round pick. Kansas City, 
You never know. This new GM that they brought in, that guy is willing to wheel and deal whichever way, which way he thinks is going to help help them win. I think Kansas City turns into a complete different team if they get that number one corner. Kyle, Kendall Fuller is not a one, number one. We're using him as a number one right now. He's a number two to a slot. That's what, when he was in Washington, he, he excelled coming in in dime and nickel packages, playing the slot corner. That's what he is. He's not a number one. He's maybe not even number two. If Kansas City goes out and trades for Jalen Ramsey, gives up a first-round pick, because we've done it before, gives up a first-round pick and possibly a player, our cornerback, and that's a, our quarterback honestly, court changes that's I think, completely. I think the team that is going to land him, it's going to have to be a, a first round pick and possibly even a player. Well, so and that's the thing too. It's like you see some of these teams. It's like, do they have the player that's going to make Jacksonville, mm-hmm. like say, yeah, we could definitely use that player right now on our team? Because the teams that you're saying right now, some of them I just can't. I just can't really. And I'm not gonna lie. You said you mentioned Philadelphia being in the mix. I don't see Howie Rose like Howie Roseman's also like you said about your GM wheeling and dealing. Howie Roseman's been known to make these kind of like yeah. crazy deals over the last couple of years. I just don't see us giving up a first round pick and a player. Sure, Jalen Ramsey's a good caliber player. Like he's a true lockdown corner. Absolutely, but I, I, I from an Eagles fan perspective, I, I don't see it happening. So there have been reports that supposedly an AFC team offered a first-round pick and a player, and an NFC team just only offered a first-round pick. We don't know. They didn't give out team names. But as I said, if Kansas City would bring in Jalen Ramsey, that would put him at one, Brashad Breland at two, where he belongs, because he, he's been playing very well at number two, moving kept, uh, I can't moving forward to the slot. That changes everything. I was hoping Kansas City was going to trade for Fitzpatrick because having two halfway decent safeties, Honey Badger's above halfway. You know, he's an elite safety, but we don't know exactly what Fitzpatrick is. It's his second year in the league. So, um, but at least having a an elite safety and a above average safety that that covers up your horrible cornerback play but if we bring in a guy like Jalen Ramsey that we can put on a number one all the time and then you have the elite safety you got a dominating slot guy and a guy that should be playing number two that that changes that whole entire defense right there so um, out of the teams that I foresee possibly landing him it's really up to Kansas City, Philadelphia, and maybe Seattle. Seattle might pull something off. Because, you know. It, I mean, they did get clowny. They did get clowny. Uh, but they didn't I, give up a first-round pick. They didn't give a first-round pick, yeah. So, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change it. It's, it's Kansas City, Philadelphia, and San Francisco. Those are the three teams that I could see trading for them. As I said, John Lynch is reaching that port, point of his of his tenure there where he either needs to start putting up W's and at least looking like he has a chance to make playoffs or he's going to be out along with his head coach. So I could see him giving up something outrageous to bring Jalen Ramsey in. So and I completely agree, too. Like, and that, 
It's like the other thing about the Eagles, too. It's like our corners are basically guys that we drafted, like homegrown guys, like mm-hmm. Sidney Jones, Rasul Douglas, um, guys that are we basically drafted and we're building on our own. And after, like, Sunday night's game, like, I know it's Julio Jones and it's Calvin Ridley. But, like, in our division, though, it's like you got to go against Amari Cooper. And for the Giants, I think you got, like, what, Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard. Mm-hmm. To bring in a guy like Ramsey would be awesome, especially against the Cowboys. Because Michael Gallup, he's an up-and-coming receiver for the Cowboys. Like, he's actually doing pretty well. And um, to bring in Ramsey and have him lock up, a, like, go one-on-one with Amari would be very helpful. But like I said, I mean, I just don't see the Eagles giving up a first-round pick. No. Howie, Howie Roseman <clears throat> likes to keep the first-round picks because he knows it's for positions that are not necessarily a must but, like, a position that they're, they're game changing game changing positions yeah it's, it's where you draft your x factors nine times out of ten and that's why we've been drafting offensive linemen building trying to build around carson yeah so um now we are also going to talk about our huge strain of qb injuries drew Brees. what a weird week it's been man i mean Breeze's injury is nasty. I don't know if you saw that, man. Oh, I seen his thumb. That was disgusting. Right on Aaron Donald's palm. Oh, like, yeah. Palm. It was just, ugh. Yeah. Drew Breeze goes down. Big Ben goes down. The tank of Big Ben. That guy's. he is probably the most durable quarterback I've ever seen in my lifetime. After all these years of taking all the hits, I got to give props to Big Ben for battling through it all. Mm-hmm. Because this guy's played with concussions. Concussions. <laughs> I still remember that game. What was it? I think it was against the Ravens a couple of years ago. They broke his nose, yeah. And like the picture, like his nose was like twisted. It looked it looked fugly. <laughs> to, to, to put it lightly, it looked fugly. Like you know, as I said, he's probably been one of the most durable quarterbacks in my lifetime. You know, the guy just does not get hurt, and when he does get hurt, he plays through it. Yep. Um. So him going down, Drew Brees going down. Foles is out. I don't think Foles is getting his job back. Honestly, I don't. I, I don't see it either. And I mean, as much as I love Nicky Foles, I just it's a shame. Cam Newton goes down as well. Who's next? Is is AA Ron gonna be like money again? You know, is 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 AA Ron the next one to go down? <laughs> it's tough to say, man. I mean, anything could happen in the NFL, but it, it's just been a rough week for quarterbacks. It's been, I think it's been a rough week in general for the league. And there was just, a lot of injuries in the past two weeks. It just seems like now it's like the year of the backups. Yeah. It's your time to shine. Earn your paper. <laughs> Go out there and make plays, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to lead us into... Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. Our football guy of the week. Gardner Minshew, the man, the myth, the one that can throw a football over some mountains. The stash. The stash daddy. The meme daddy. The one that's going to steal all the hearts and minds. Gardner Minshew. This guy, like, the headbands. He's, he's been looking absolutely amazing his first three weeks. Yes. Have you, like, have you seen his stats? He's been putting up uh, golly numbers the last couple weeks. I just had 
I just had him up here. And that's like week one when they played the Chiefs. Like I was actually surprised how well he did against your guys' defense. In I was three like, games, he's only thrown one interception, right? In three games. One interception. He has 692 yards and five touchdowns. His QBR is 49.7 in three games. That's godly numbers right there. And on top of that, so his completion percentage against Kansas City when he came in was 88%. Gets the loss in Houston was 69.7. And then in the win against Tennessee last night, 66.7. He averaged 6.8 yards of completion against Tennessee, 6.5 against Houston, and 11 against Kansas City. In that Kansas City game, his longest throw was 69 yards. He threw two touchdowns and one interception. Lost The loss against Houston threw one touchdown, and his longest was 31. Against Tennessee last night, he threw two touchdowns to absolutely no interceptions, and his, loss, and his longest pass was 37. In that Tennessee game, he didn't get sacked one time. Not once. <laughs> That's just a good... Good offensive line. Bueno. That's also Especially feeling your th- pocket and stepping up when you had to because Tennessee, Tennessee has a pass defense. rush. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that plain and simple. He went 20 for 30 for 204 yards against Tennessee. He threw 275 against Kansas City with an 88% completion. Against your defense. 22 for 25. That's insane. And he only... Missed 10 passes against Houston. This guy might be for real, and it isn't like he's playing bad defenses. <laughs> Jacksonville might have found themselves a gem. Tennessee has a good defense. Houston has a good defense. Kansas City's defense, eh, but still, it isn't like he's not playing. It like isn't like he's going out there and doing this against Miami, and that's the only people he's doing it against. I'm hoping they actually have Miami on the schedule this year. I want to see what this guy can do. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's, he, I, oh, the guy's insane. Basically, the whole month of September, 65 for 88. Like, just out of this month, in three games. This stash daddy is for real. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's his new nickname for me, is stash daddy. Stash daddy. Stash daddy. <laughs> Not only is he the football guy of the week, he is the stash daddy. <laughs> As of right now, Gardner Minshew, you do have the best stash in the NFL right now. By far. Like, I'm. Did you see. Like, the forget me- that poll we had a couple weeks ago where we were sitting there debating <laughs> Baker Mayfield and Aaron Rodgers. Minshew just takes the cake. Minshew takes the cake. <laughs> like, for, just forget about that poll. That poll is non existent now. D- did you see the meme of him with his face? plastered over Uncle Rico's face. I saw that, and then I think the best thing I've seen was probably the one where it said, when Garner Minshew left for college, he looked at his dad and said, you're the man of the house now. (laughs) (laughs) The guy, like, he's efficient. He's efficient. And Tennessee Tennessee has a defense. Their secondary is the best part about their defense. Yep. And he wrote, goes in there and passes for 204, 204 yards. yards. Only missed 10 passes, 
throws two touchdowns. Zero sacked. Doesn't even get sacked. It means he was feeling that pocket perfectly and stepping up and getting rid of the ball when he needed to. Yep. That's a guy you want. <laughs> like, sure, he doesn't have a Patrick Mahomes arm, but he can read a fucking defense, obviously. <laughs> obviously, he can read a fucking defense. This stash daddy is for real. Like, Do you think anybody in Jacksonville still owns a Bortles jersey? I doubt it, man. I don't think they were buying that shit after year two. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're. I think they were all like, "Dude, this guy's not even a game manager." <laughs> Anybody out there, the Bortles jersey, trade that in now. Get yourself a Minshew the second. <laughs> Customize it. Get it, Stash Daddy. Yeah, there you go. Get get Stash Daddy. Either just get, get Minshew's number and then just Stash Daddy on the back. Either get football or be guy that or classic Stash Jaguars Daddy. fan and get Stash Daddy sixty nine jersey. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> I would. But that's the difference between me and you. I I could see that as your next jersey. <laughs> Stash Daddy six nine. <laughs> He's not gonna roll in here wearing his referee shirt next week. It's gonna be Stash Daddy sixty nine. I actually want to get jersey. a. I actually want to get a customized like referee shirt now. This is Stash Daddy Stash Daddy sixty nine. <laughs> I'd rock, I'd rock it. <laughs> you would rock it. Uh, but if he continues to improve, like you can only go up from here. I can see him continually getting better. I don't think Foles is getting his job done back. I think he's done. I think Jaguars are going to be looking at this I, at the end of the year going, we paid this guy entirely too entirely much money too when much. we just drafted this and rookie drafted out of Washington State. Yes. This hidden gem. I didn't even know what round he was taking taking it. I didn't even know anything about this guy until he played my Kansas City Chiefs. I knew about him when they played the – because the Jaguars did play the Eagles in preseason. He did carve up the Eagles defense, and I'm just like, man, this kid here looks pretty good. Um, but uh, back to the draft, of, um, he was drafted – Sixth round, pick 178. Sixth round. This goes back to week one. You can find these gems in the later rounds. Sixth freaking round. This stash daddy is a sixth round hero. Fuck drafting quarterbacks in the first round anymore. Just look for your next, well, I mean, your next Brady stash daddy. Pretty much the, he's the one that set the foundation for that. I mean. Do not compare I'm not. Daddy I'm not comparing. Before, no, whoa, whoa. That is Do a not sin. sit there and label me that. No, I'm not comparing Stash Daddy to the goat. The Stash Daddy is much better. <laughs> the name, yes. But no, already, dude, I'm, already I'm, Stash Daddy's going to the Hall of Fame. Do not sit there and label. Do not sit there and say that. Hey, I'm definitely throwing this guy in Canton already. Like, <laughs> oh, I am. <laughs> you're going to be throwing. He's that mustache. You're giving is him going the, into Canton. <laughs> the stash daddy's going to. He's Canton. He's going to have that headpiece that's just going to be like girls are going to walk by, and it, it, it's just Canton's going to be flooded. Oh yeah, and and it's going to be wet underwear just drooping right down and just sliding right down the glass. <laughs> <laughs> the stash daddy is for real. <laughs> 
Three games in, we're already giving him a gold jacket. Oh, you might as well, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's for real. <laughs> he's the next sixth round hero. <laughs> He's the hero we all need. <laughs> it's, he's the hero that we didn't want, but we all got. We all got. <laughs> <laughs> and did you hear about the stories about him at Washington State? Yeah. I, so, from what I understand, it was his freshman year, and he was redshirted. Redshirt, they, yep. th- they threw him in for, like, like the fourth quarter, which would have ruined his redshirt eligibility. It means he would have lost that year of eligibility. So, this man goes home, and, like, he... He's like, and like I watched the video on it about him telling telling these guys this. So I went home and took a swig of Jack Daniels, JD, and just went ham on my hand with a hammer. The first three times I hit it, I'm like, nope, it's not broke. So he just does it three more times, and he's like, nope, it's still not broke. So he does it another three times, and he goes, yep, it's broke. So then he gets medically redshirted in the same year of eligibility. The guy's a genius. The guy is pure genius. Like, how? Why? It's smart, man. Why not? You're telling me if you're that, if, say like you're on your, your last week and you're going to lose your eligibility, you got to find a way find a way to somehow injure yourself and be like hey coach yo man this is what happened don't tell him the truth what you did just be like coach man i got i, I, got I was hurt. doing a keg stand at the party because that's another thing there was reports while he was in washington state he was walking around with a speedo and a beer hanging out of his freaking speedo why not dude the guy's a legend <laughs> Not only is he stash daddy, but he's walking around in a speedo, a fur coat, and a beer hanging out of a speedo. Okay, that's that, that's some bold <laughs> shit to do. <laughs> like I got army buddies that did this shit. <laughs> the guy's a fucking legend. <laughs> Just give him the gold jacket. Send that mustache into Canton. It's said and done and over with. Minshew stash daddy is for real. Amen. So we're going to end that on, on that note. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure you check us out on Facebook. Just a little bit of a reminder, we are also on iTunes. We are officially up on iHeartRadio. Spotify, if you're going to check us out on on iTunes, make sure you leave us our five-star Johnny Menzel rating. Don't be afraid to check out our Facebook page. We upload daily, sometimes multiple times throughout the day, especially Chip over here. He's Doing, on top of that I'm on crap. top of that. Yep, when it comes to game days, I'm up on the polls, making the making the gift polls. Who you got Thursday night? Who you got Sunday night for the primetime games? Just hit us up, check us out, and you guys take it easy.